Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast. <laughs> I... Um, Elsie looks like a Spice Girl today. That is, uh, Patrick got it correct. She's definitely <laughs> ready to sing. If you want to be my lover. She's Sporty Spice, right? I'm Sporty Spice. I mean, I today totally she am. is Sporty Spice, yes. I'm yep. not she, the one with the, I'm not the, gl- like this. what is that, Beckham? Like Beckham? No, one? she's like Angry Latina Spice, really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes, you would be correct. Angry teenage Latina spice because of the ponytails. What made you do ponytails today, Elsie? I wanted these things. The buns. And then I realized my hair is so long that I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I wanted little puffs. And it and then I and then when I realized I was gonna have to wrap them, I just became really lazy and I was like, I'm just gonna do it like this. This is like I can do the puffs, but then I look like a jackhole. But I, I can do those. Well. Thanks, honey. Isn't messy buns all the rave? Yes, they yes, are. Yes, messy buns are amazing. But this isn't messy bun. This is like what happened to her hair. Like it just didn't. It just didn't do the, the right. The ponytails are cute. It, Space so... buns are like too. It's like Mickey Mouse ears. They're like really yeah. That's what tight, I wanted to tight, do. But tight, then like tight. yeah. I would have to. I didn't want to know what happened. Yeah. Well, I'm Jessica. If you're the first time listening, I'm Jessica Kupferman. This is my beautiful co-host, Elsie Escobar, and the very talented producer, John Domingo. Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to Shoe Podcast. This is episode 320. If you want to next time and you're not lucky enough this time, you can watch us do this show live on our Facebook page. Monday is at... 1 p.m. EST. Otherwise, you're just going to have to suffer through with the rest of them today since you're listening late. That's right. John, if you happen to have our number, go ahead and um, put it on the bottom there. But you also get a text from me if we're going live so that you know. And a real quick reminder for our text right there. It is scrolling at the bottom of the screen for those of you who are showing up live. It is 302-240-3425. Oh, three, four, two, five, or you can go to my.community.com slash she podcasts. And then you sign up in there, say yes, say yes. And um, yes. I will go ahead and just text you whenever we're going live. And you'll get a, a little link to our YouTube channel because on YouTube, you, we're always, we're go live as well, but that's a private link. Um, but it's also a nice place to go and hang out. And I say, hey, hey, Troy, I see you, Troy. Troy is coming in from YouTube and everybody else that's in the chat here right now is coming from Facebook. Leslie, Tamara, Patrick, Shaletta, hey, 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 hey. Very nice. Anyway, so yeah, the conversation before we started here that was around my pigtails um, is because obviously people can see 
And if you want to see me, you can always go over to facebook.com slash podcast. All of our live streams are there already. So you can watch us in post. You can watch this later. I mean, anyway. I'm really. All right, Jess. So what? Well, it's not do- necessary. Should we talk about the International Women's Podcast Awards and what those are? So the International Podcast Awards is celebrating intimate moments of podcasting brilliance and the women that make them happen. You might not be the biggest name in podcasting or have the largest audience, but if you've captured a delicious piece of audio that sums up you, your guest, or your audience, they want to know about it. So the International Podcast Awards is going to recognize the work of those who identify as women or non-binary behind the mic and behind the scenes, from hosts and writers to editors and producers. There will be eight award categories, and they're all celebrating brilliant moments from podcasting in the last 12 months. And one extra category will recognize outstanding achievement in podcasting. So what's the point of all this? Because nominations are now open. The awards are in September 2021. And we encourage you all, nominate yourselves, nominate your favorites, nominate a friend, nominate your producer, whoever you need to nominate, go to shepodcast.com slash awards and participate in the International Women's Podcast Awards today. Shepodcast.com slash awards. Yay. I love that. And uh, we need to take action, I think, for, for stuff like this to take off because this is the very first time that uh, there's an award ceremony like this that is woman-led. That's right. And also that is very much aware and focused on independent podcasters. Just the fact that there's an awareness that we exist yep. <laughs> is great. So, I mean, it is rare. That's true. It's not every day. It's not every day. So head over to shepodcast.com slash awards. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have my in-laws here, Jess. I have my in-laws here. Well, not right now. They've left. My poor children are coming up to me and they're like, you're not coming with us because I'm not going to do anything with them today. I'm not doing anything with them tomorrow because. Right. Because of work and stuff. Yeah. Because I have things that I have to do. And could I have taken off and not done the things I have to do? Could you I have? could have, but here's the problem. I would have had to have known much earlier what the plan even was. And I happen well, to and have... Well, and also you would have to not have a job, which is important that you keep your... Right, but I mean, I mean, with enough time and knowing that we were, we had planned things to do in advance, I could have asked for a day off or I could have, I could have prepared in such a way that I knew that I had, you know, things coming up to have taken some time off. But my uh, lovely other half doesn't really like that. What, planning in advance or are you taking days off? No, planning in advance. Like, (laughs) because even we spoke about it yesterday, just he and I. Where he's like, we need to, I'd like to go into town one day and do like a whole downtown thing. I want to take them here and I want to take them there. Figure out, maybe we can do that on Tuesday. And that was like, uh, I have like all of these things that I have to do. And also, even today, my poor children, they're like, when are we going to go? Because they went um, miniature golf hitting 
I guess, playing golfing. <laughs> close by. The, the term is miniature golfing, not miniature golf hitting. Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Always and funny. So- you're like Lucy Ricardo. You're like Ricky Ricardo still, even though you've been here since you were eight. Uh, nine. But anyway, so they went, right? And um, my poor children are like, when are we going to go? When are we going to go? And Ran was like, yesterday he said, sometime around 11. And then I touched base with him at about you know, 1045. And I was like, what's happening when it is everybody leaving? Cause the children are going nuts. And I said, and then he goes, Oh, around 1230 ish. And I was like, okay. So could you say something though? Right. And then, um, the 1230 ish turned into right when I came in here five minutes before one. And so the girls oh, were on. all like up climbing up my nose and when are we going to go? And how is it going to, and so even the stuff they had planned, which they wanted a good ice cream, when he comes and I go, listen, do not plan any, don't even think, don't get your mind wrapped around anything any you it. want because it's not going to happen. Wait for daddy. As soon as he comes in, he's like, we're not going to, sorry, I'm late. We're not going to be able to do the ice cream thing. We're just going to have to go have lunch and all this stuff. And so they were like, oh, I was like, I told you. Don't hold on to any of it. And let this be a lesson, ladies. Don't rely on a man for anything. <laughs> you should add well, that in. Well, Men can be unreliable. If you want ice cream, you get your own. <laughs> you get the cream and the sugar and you make it, goddammit. And you make the ice cream and you make it happen. You're correct. You're right. Men will not supply your happiness. Yeah, see, look, Troy. See, Troy likes what I said. It is golf hitting from now on. To the hittery. I mean, it's cute. It's just incorrect. It's cute. <laughs> it's incorrect. I'm saying like, you know, it is a good lesson though because my – I mean, it is and it isn't. As long as you nail it home because men in general aren't just there to give you ice cream and take you places. Like you got to do that shit yourself. Everyone right. knows. Absolutely. We all know it. That, they need to know yeah. it. Yeah. So now they all uh, – hopefully it will work out. For- Are they mad you're not there though? Like like do you say, I wish I could go. I want to go but I cannot go. Or are you just like also I hate mini golf. Bye. No, I would have gone – I would have liked to have gone golf hitting as well. <laughs> do you enjoy mini golf golf hitting? I actually do. I think it would have been Wait. great. Mind you, today is a very hot day. So I don't know so how, hot. how well it's, really it's hot going out. to do. Right? Yeah, it's really hot. Yep. It's a beautiful day out here, though. And hopefully, oh, here's the other aspect of it. This is the very first time that they're going to this area, which is essentially a tourist area. And it's jam-packed with people. So I don't know how much. Wow. So daddy's taking them in a crowd. Well, the thing is, he's taking them not necessarily in a crowd. It's the tiniest little, I mean, if you ever come and visit me, you'll see that this little tourist destination is essentially a block. Like you can go there and you can do the entire thing in about 45 minutes. Like the whole thing, like even walking into the stores, (laughs) the whole thing Except there's this tiny little miniature golf area. And I, and of course, since there's nothing to do, everybody goes there. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a line. I mean, yes, of course. Although mini golf is, ironically, uh, socially distanced because no two families are doing the same hole at the same time. So 
That's right. You, you know, you're you're naturally at least six feet apart from everyone, which is helpful. Um, I'm surprised that he's taking them in public, but I mean, we'll see how it goes when he gets back, right? You yeah, yeah, exactly. And here's that, and that's the other thing. Well, actually, I'm less afraid of the t- public side of it, and I'm more afraid of the the militant approach to playing the miniature golf. <laughs> Honestly, I I hate mini golf and i'm not sure if like lately there's been stuff where you know he goes and does stuff with scott and nate and he's like mommy aren't you coming i'm like no because i hate star wars and i don't want to watch that or i mean i don't want him to think like i don't want to be blowing smoke so that someday i'll be roped into that shit i'll just be like no i don't mommy doesn't like you know those things because this way i will never have to be roped into it in the future just let's establish mm. the fact now that I will never do mini golf. But let's talk for a second if we could take five minutes. And I know we've yes. already been on for 20. Yes, yes, yes. I would like to name some family outings. And I want to know if you, Elsie Escobar, are into it or not into it, regardless of whether or not you would go. Okay. okay. All right. Batting cage. Okay. Are you into it or would you just be going? I mean, oh, you mean into it as in like. Like you're excited to go to the batting cages and hit. I've never gone to one. So I assume it depends on who I'm with. If I have to deal with my children, probably not. If I'm going with people who are my friends and who have done this before and can help me do it, I would do it. I was assuming with the family, but we can talk about with Peter's the family. No. Yeah. With the family. Okay. No. With my what about friends. Bowling. Yes. We I've done that. Do you are you into it or do you no. hate it? I sit there and watch them do it. You don't do it. You've never no. tried it? I think I have. You, I think I've thrown one. Do you wear the shoes? It was so long ago. I think I did. Okay. Mini golf. Yeah. I like mini You're golf. You're into mini golf. Yeah, yeah. La- laser tag. Never done that. With the kids or without? With the kids or without. Okay. It's actually, I mean, if you're little, it's fun. If you're older, it's still fun. Again, I would rather do this stuff with like my own peers. Like I'd rather do all of that with my Let's own people. Let's just establish that everything is more fun with your own peers. Okay. okay? All like right. Let's none of this is that, yes. particularly fun with family. Okay. What about a water park? Oh God. I loved going into a water park when I was younger. I've had an itch for those lately and I know I'm going to be sorry if I ever get down I one. love them. But I think, you know what it is, Jess? It's like you, I, I feel like going into family outings like this just makes me feel like I'm working. Like if I'm hired to be the bouncer of this, then yeah. it becomes not so fun. And that's what I feel like when it comes to family outings, that it's like there's a lot more of where's the child? Are they alive? Are they drowning? No, don't go to that really hard slide. You're going to, I don't know if you can do it. And then I have like the, I can just imagine May May going, I want to do it. I want to do it. And then she goes up there and then she has a panic attack and then she doesn't want to go down the slide. And then she holds up the entire thing. She's done this before where she's like, no, 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 no. And then I'm like, go down, go down. No, 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 no. And she holds up the line, but she doesn't want to leave. She's just frozen. Oy, so I don't want to deal with that. Anyway, that, I'm just looking at the negative, obviously. I've never be. had a kid do that to me. But that said, 
I was too broke when Emily and Nathan were younger to go to a water park. Uh-huh. So that's probably why. Like, I, I couldn't afford to do any of those stuff. We did do a lot of carnivals, and I've never had a screamer. Well, that's not true. Isaac is a screamer on the Ferris wheel. Um, you mean but screamer we when you, we screamed? Remember? No, on the Ferris. Yes. That was a very big Ferris wheel, though. That was a frightening <laughs> Ferris wheel. You guys, we need to redo that. Jess, <laughs> I have got to find that I video, and that. we have to put it on social again. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah. we. That was a big – no, but he has screamed on the Ferris wheel. Um, so wait, carnival or a fair, but they're different. Do you like the state fair, and do you like a carnival? Those I don't know what the difference questions. is. The state fair has animals? The difference is farm animals. Yes. yes many, animals. many farm animals. Same food. And maybe the carnival has Similar more food. stuff. Carnival may have more rides, but a fair does have a good amount of rides. But like, but like, because I'm from Frederick, Maryland, like the fair is a really big deal where I'm from. Like we used to take off school. I think I've told you like we, we they used to have school really? off. So families could help their, so kids could help their families with their animals at the fair, dude. Oh, wow. So I would do. You know what? I think it would. It be was a fair. crafts. It was animals. It was rides. It was food. It was presentations. It was blue ribbons. It was Charlotte's Web. It was fireworks. It was fucking everything. It was everything. But mostly carnivals are like games and rides and a little bit of food. A fair is like a whole to do. Okay, I think that I would do the fair. Mind you, my very first job job, look at that. Like Jenny is from rural Wisconsin and the fair was huge. The yeah. fair is a big I, fucking deal. I believe I did a fair from my very first job ever. Like the first time that I was hired and paid. Wow. It was at a fair. Um, okay. I was 15 and a half and I was hired by Hot Dog on a Stick. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I was hot dog on a stick. And so I was That's the girl. That's the name of the show. That's the name of today's show. My hot job was to stand stick. in front of the thing, like getting orders from the people in line. Yep. So I had to take order because it was God. such a huge line. I had to take the order from the people in line, go and give it to the people, you know, do all the stuff to the people in there. So when they got there, they were repaired. They were yeah. only because of the fact that hot dog on a stick is like really organized. And so I just needed to say like, what are you having? And they would go like, I'm having, you know, two hot dogs and a cheese stick. And then I would have to go up and go like two hot dogs and a cheese stick and they'd start cooking it. So yeah. because there was no different, like you don't have like more than it's that. like McDonald's of the hot dog variety. Yeah. And so that, but that was my first job. And so I knew because I walked around, that's the first time that I was in a fair was... When I worked at Hot Dog on a Stick. To be clear, I've never been in a fair. I have only attended a fair. Oh, wow. Look at that. I, I never attended a fair. I've just worked at one. We're going to have to work on that, I think. I take think. me to a fair. Um, I was just curious. Yeah, I'd like to take you. Yes. Because the fair can be fun. Again, if you're with your friends. Right. If you're not working. And if you can enjoy it for what it is. I'm actually... Okay, this is my last question. A creamery. Have you ever taken the girls to a creamery? Do you have anything in rural, rural uh, North Carolina where there's a farm, a dairy farm that sells ice cream at the farm? That's what I mean by a creamery. Oh, no. I didn't even know know, that was a thing. I have no idea. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, that's a thing, man. That's a thing. There's a, well, maybe they don't have it down there, but up here at the beach, there, well, there's a few everywhere. I live like a half hour from one, and then there's one at the beach too. So we took Isaac when he was three to the one at the beach. Now this was when he was still in his um, pukey, like gaggy type phase. Like he was kind of a puker as a kid. I don't know if you remember, but he um, is still a puker, dude. He's not as bad. But the last time, the big – that one, like, we, we took him to a creamery. He was super excited about ice cream. He gets out of the car and immediately is like, because he can smell the the cows and the cow shit. Oh, my God. And he's walking towards the barn going, I can't wait for ice cream. Oh, Bleh. my God. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, get him in the car. <laughs> we had to, like, shove him back in the car. And again, it was – it probably maybe would not have been so bad if it wasn't 95 degrees out. Yeah. And the is- cow shit had been sitting and marinating all day. Oh, my God. Jess. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah my kids are not so – well, actually, I'm Maymay a- is kind of, but – I'm afraid to take him to the fair because the whole thing smells like animals. It's very smelly. Oh, my God. Well, he's probably would throw up over here because if we go see the goats, they smell like goat. They are very goaty. I think it's worth trying. I don't know. I'm going to take him to a zoo again and figure it out. Someone asked if you would go to a um, a concert, like a live concert outside. I would. I would love to go to a concert. And also, there's the element of daddy, right? So there's lots of things that I would like to do with them by ourselves. When Daddy's oh, around, he's Daddy? a little more like he's a little more hovering, controlling. No, yeah, that's, that's not it. Right I word. think that's the okay, term. Controlling. Like we are going to go this way, and then that way, and then this way, and then that way. And you can't do that in this. Although there's times when it's not like that, so I just never know what's going to happen. I just never know. Right. So see, now that is something I never thought of, Elsie, but I know that you and Randy are on different sleeping schedules and that when they were younger, you would sometimes end up in different bedrooms. And I will say it's very convenient once the children are in bed to discuss the next day's activities, because then you don't have to wonder what the fuck is happening. Like, like we put Isaac to bed and then we're like, okay, tomorrow, first we're going to do this and this. You know, we agree on what we want to do, what we have to do, which way we're going to go. And then we don't have to. You know, then there doesn't yeah, but, have to be this. But, but it's different. You know it, I mean? it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you're sleeping. I can tell you this. I cannot bring up any planning stuff at the end at night. Oh, it's not really? going to happen. That's it's immediately stopped. Like, no, no. I'm done for the day. No more. I'm yeah. I'm I mean, I mean, honestly, I can't bring up finances. I can't bring up like like he has already told Meryl she's not to bring up anything that needs to be done in the house. Like she'll come in and be like, "There's a drawer downstairs that's kind of." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. I don't want to know about the drawer or any things that are broken." But if we're going on a trip, though, he will sit with me and plan what we're doing the next day. Or go over what our plans are. And we I mean, would have done earlier. Like, w- that would have been t- already taken care of. Mind you, he is a very, like, our trip across the country <laughs> was un- unbelievably awesome. A control yeah. freak that hates planning. No. Um, he did not. <laughs> he actually did an amazing job at planning our trip across country. All I can say is that it was the most relaxing and the most, like, it felt effortless because everything that was crucial was taken care of. Meaning, we knew exactly how long we were you, riding. 
you had no agenda though if you had an agenda it would not i mean you know you well i did have an agenda we had agenda at certain places where we stopped of course okay i was still planning doing the podcast i was planning podcast movement activities like i had a panel that i had to do we had all kinds of stuff that i had to plan and so it was already it was part of the scope like i would say like i need to get to the hotel by this time because i have a call whatever right and so everything was outlined he just built it in then yeah he built it in all of that stuff so like but the essential things and then in the daytime he would say to me like i have to work or meet people whatever these three days so y'all are on your own you're welcome to do whatever you want and it was really great because then i would go like oh so you know monday through thursday or monday through wednesday i have the girls and we get to go discover stuff and that way I could set up that day. So it was That's really great. Perfect. It was yeah, that amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was a fantastic thing. I think what this, this was a little different because I didn't know what he wanted to do with his parents. And they're his parents. If it was my parents, I would have, I already had a, fi- like, I would have already known. Right. When your parents come, yeah, you've got an agenda and he just can build it. He, again, he will build it in. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I can say like they want to do these things or I'd like them to have this access or whatever. And he's like, okay. And then he would just do that. But this is these are his parents. And I, I, I didn't want to be like, hey, let's take them to whatever. So anyway, let's go ahead and take on some news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Okay, so Spotify launched SoundUp in India, yep. focusing on women podcast creators. And this is oh. from the Hindu business line. This is where it was covered. So essentially, it is the same program. It's just kind of neat because they've, you know, they've launched this program in the US, then expanded it into like a world, sort of like a worldwide uh experience of this and now they are focusing on in India and creating Indian content in there and supporting creators. And what's really lovely is that they've already created a specific framework in which to do this sound map, right? Because like our friend Danielle Corbett, who is here from, you know, uh women of color podcasters, her entire everything stemmed from the Spotify boot camp that was first run here in the United States. And that's where her whole entire brand uh, grew from. So it's it's really interesting to see um, what they're going to do over in Spotify. I'm um, excuse me, in India, which is great. Yeah. Yay. I love their sound up series. It's awesome. I hope that we can. I've been talking to them about partnering, but I hope that they can. Um, I hope we can find a way to doing something fun together, either at the event or outside the event. But I love that. I love the whole thing that they're doing. Don't you? I love it too. I think that they do a fantastic job. And in the sense that uh, I think this is all marketing related, I'm really interesting to look at the Spotify brand and how they get their message out and how they touch every part of the business in the way that they outline the business. They're really smart at creating verticals that are going to resonate with every part of the process of becoming and a podcaster and also consuming podcasts because they're acquiring all kinds of creators that are coming in that are super famous. They're acquiring businesses and other companies 
to add aspects to it. And then they do this whole front facing, which I feel is very much a messaging marketing play. I don't want to dilute it, but in all essence, they're doing this because more of the message versus really, I mean, maybe I'm saying this really badly, but I don't know. There's a part (laughs) of me that feels like they're trying to, you know, they know what people are going to resonate with. Right? Oh, that's really pessimistic. But I know, I isn't it? I know. I, I can say have said this. That. I can say, no, no, no. I can say this. Whomever the person is, I know her name, but I can find out her title. They're very passionate about helping and promoting underrepresented voices yes. without question. That is a company wide, whatever it's called. Um, directive values directive yeah value mission. a mission statement yeah mission yeah, yeah. so it. i don't think that that's insincere yeah i mean it obviously ends up to be good promotion and that works out then i'm sure that doesn't hurt their feelings right right and you know Let's what say every it like that. time that i have been exposed and asked to participate in the sound up process it has been an unbelievably amazing experience. I mean, from the beginning to the end, from the preparation, from the conversation with the folks that are there, f- even after I was asked to participate as a guest um, person that came in to chat with the with some of the um, folks that were taking the program or participating in the program, that in itself was really amazing. And after I was finished, I got a mug and a and a bag from Spotify. Okay. All of that was fantastic. So kudos yeah. to that. I just I sometimes just feel like it's, you know, like anything else, corporate also is 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 one entity and then there's the mission and the messaging and the and the love and sometimes sometimes they really m- work together and sometimes they're a little dissonant in the way that they come together. That's all. Mm-hmm. I think that it's Business again, money and money and heart and money and vision, money and mission. Sometimes they are at odds and they may not show the best sometimes. But anyway, thank you, Spotify, for supporting women and underrepresented voices. I so appreciate it. Huzzah. Huzzah. And then another bit of news here um, this was uh, on the fact that Amazon bought art. 19 and we did get a message shout out over here to bonnie who texted us and she's like did you hear i love it when we get like i love it how uh, when you get the scoop on some news like we get texts from our folks that's like yep it's the best who else are you who else are you gonna send that text to nobody nobody (laughs) that's right nobody's gonna care it's really good so i love it shout out to bonnie yeah and um you you know people were People were waiting for this to happen a little bit sooner than it did because they acquired Wondery. And Wondery uses Art19 Art, well, as Well, lots host. of people use Art19. Well, yeah, but that's, a, you know. They, I believe that all the major networks use Art19, like New York Times and NPR. A lot of and, those folks. Yeah, a lot of the – not all of them. There's other people who use Megaphone, too. Megaphone's another – Megaphone's a big one. A big one. Yep. But yeah, Art19 is used by a lot of folks. So now it is part of the Amazon music team. This article that I'm going to link to in the show notes, folks, if you guys want to listen to in there is 
You know, it's a really interesting, very high level overview of all of the stuff. And I think it does really hit on some key reasons as to why they were acquired and whatnot. But, you know, we just offer the high level and then I guess she's saying you can read the low level. Oh, sorry, Patrick. So Art19, it is a podcast host that is, I would say, it's a little bit more on the exclusive side. So there are some podcast hosts out there that are very focused on on the larger, more corporate type uh, podcast out there. And also podcasts that have uh, a very big following, if you will, right? So there's a lot of, it's kind of like, and I don't want to, I don't want to disparage my own, the company that I work for or any of the other ones out there like Captivate or Buzzsprout or Podbean, like I don't want, I'm not disparaging on on us, but there comes a point when there are like some of these companies like Art19 or Megaphone where they offer a little more of a, like a, a, a elite, I guess, access to some tools that are based on the amount of downloads that you have or the needs of your corporation. So it's not for everybody. It's not like if you are hosted by Art19 or Megaphone, you immediately make more money. It has nothing to do with that. They're essentially there for those brands that are already either have a built-in audience that you're, you know, you're moving from um, one of the other hosts to these places, or they are already going to be investing some serious cashola and in the development of some of the podcasts, like Wondery, right? So Wondery already has a business model. They they're looking to monetize. It's it's their their content is really really high high end, and they have a system and they want to work it through there. So that's what it is. Yep, 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 yep. Interesting. Very interesting. So there was this article this morning in pod news that this is why I it's not in here, just so you know, because I could not find where the episode was. And so I didn't know where to put it. But this morning in pod news, and by the way, if uh, if you don't subscribe to pod news and you want to, it is podnews.net. So go ahead and check that out and subscribe. It's really interesting stuff. Anyway, this morning, a gentleman suggested that in the future, most podcasts will be listened to will be the three-minute variety. Yeah, I know. Do you agree with that? I actually read the article. I didn't read. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I read Pod News, but I read the article before. Yeah, yeah. Pod News. And- I sort of feel like, he, I mean, this is a guy in radio. Yeah. And we can link to it if, you know, we'll link to it in the show notes at shoepodcast.com. But like it says, his personal prediction, podcasting will be consumed by half of – this is a guy in Australia. So over half of Australians. And he also thinks it will be three minutes or less of content at a time. I have to say, no, never, ever is that going to happen. That's my stance. That's how I feel about it. But I want to know if you think I'm right or wrong. I can tell you why I'm right. I do think that you're right. But I think where he was coming from, and I see, because like when I read the entire interview with this dude, he was really talking about how the desk, not smart boxes, is that what they're called? I, the voice attendants. Speakers, smart speaker. Yeah, smart speakers, voice attendants are going to become more prevalent. And he was asked specifically, the question to Wait. him was, 
what do you think is going to happen in five years in podcast? So he was asking a very, he was asked a very pointed question and he kind of thought about around the box there. And he was thinking a lot of people are going to be asking their voice attendants to like a question to a problem, or they're trying to get focused on a specific topic. So he said something along the lines, like, you're going to go like, I'm looking to make to find zucchini recipes. Are there, you know, dear set box, lady in the box, <laughs> I need to find out how to make zucchini into all the food, recipes for zucchini. And in the way that you search Google, he was saying that podcasts are going to be delivered is, that way. Are you? Right. Which I think um, is... Let's see. I don't recall that being the case. Well, he, you have to look at the article because I read I what am, said. I am, so, I am, I am, I am. So he said that that's what's going to happen. Now, given the fact that people are going to be asking their voice boxes to answer questions, like he thinks people are going to behave that way and ask. But that's not listening to podcasts. Consumption of this will explode by them. Most podcast consumption will be of episodes of three minutes or less once search is part of the discovery process. That's what I'm saying. Search meaning to the voice attendants. So you have to read the read right, his understand. answer before. Read the I answer before. I understand. I just that. don't think I agree. I don't think but I agree. I don't agree either. All the studies have shown that you know people listen when they're doing other stuff, and none of that other stuff takes only three minutes. You can't wash right. dishes in three minutes. You can't shower in three. Well, you shouldn't shower in three minutes, etc. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we'll drop it. No, no, no. But I, I mean, the thing is, it's being taken out of context. I think there's going to be... Of course, because it's clickbait now. Yeah, there's going to be room for that, meaning there are going to be some shows that are three minutes that are for that reason, right? That there's... Yeah. That's great. That To have a podcast that's three minutes long that answers a specific question is still a thing. But it doesn't take away from... Not all... <laughs> Like it doesn't take away from other podcasts. Like the reason that we listen to longer podcasts is because we want more information. We're doing other, st- yeah. Like you, I don't want to go on a walk and then just ask the whole time questions to Alexa. Like, it's so annoying. Also, I like what Troy just mentioned. Look at what Troy just wrote in there. Like the way most red blogs are on Google snippets, but they don't meaningfully help for building an audience. Correct. Right. And so even there, it could be also true that meaningless. That's right. Short answer pods could dominate as an SEO mechanism, but it'll be hard to turn that into anything meaningful as a creator. And the other thing is that those would be actually easier to consume on a website, right? We are more apt to be able to consume something like that in a website versus having to subscribe to a show. And speaking of websites, though, we do have a second sponsor for this episode. Yeah, well, yes, we do. Podpage. The best is Podpage better than the rest. Okay, that's not the ad. I just wanted to do a little jingle. Okay, Podpage, you guys. And this is coming right from a web designer, graphic designer, podpage.com. You can build a beautiful podcast website in literally five minutes. It is not a joke. This is not a drill. Run to podpage.com or you can go to shepodcast.com slash podpage. Automatically create a beautiful listener-friendly podcast site from your RSS feed or you can find it in Apple. 
Um, no coding, no technical knowledge necessary. I tried it out the other day. It was equally as amazing as I am making it described. You can do episode pages. It has beautiful media players. There are transcriptions there. You can create special little guest profiles if you want. It is specifically designed for podcasters. It is insanely cool. We would love for you to give it a try and let us know what you think. Feedback at shoepodcast.com. But even if you don't, we know that it's awesome. Um, thank you to PodPage for sponsoring this show. But also... You know, there are sponsors because we tried it and we dig it. And by the way, it integrates with everything. It integrates with every single podcast feed you could have, including what we were talking about, Art19, Anchor, Acast, Captivate, Libsyn, Megaphone, Omni, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Podbean, Simplecast, and all the things. It also uses all those media players. If you don't want to change your media players, it also integrates with all the revenue things, GoFundMe, Patreon, PayPal, Glow, Anchor, GoFundMe, etc. And you can get analytics from all of them as well. Just try it. It's awesome. Pod page better than the rest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poor they're gonna be like, do it with a we we hire we wanted an ad and not a jingle. Pod page, it's better than WordPress. Pod page <laughs> is better than <laughs> Squarespace. Pod page Squarespace. <laughs> oh my god sorry, oh my sorry. god okay, okay so now let's on move to on to the pod yeah go ahead the podcast editor power struggle oh my gosh so uh this by is stephanie something that Fuccio, by the way if that's yep, saying stephanie right. Fuccio Fuccio. wrote a, a really lovely article that that i i thought she nailed so much incredible stuff and inc- very very well thought out it addresses exactly what a podcast editor is and the questions that arise and are continue to arise within the industry of what these are, the struggles that folks that are trying to make a living as professionals in audio production, because I think it's beyond podcast editor, right? Because we often get those questions that come up where it's like, I need a podcast editor. I need somebody to edit my audio and then upload it to my, to, to, you know, the podcast host and then create the marketing and then do the show notes. And, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> hold That's up. like a lot. Wait a minute. That's like many things. It's all the stuff. And yeah, anyway, so she had three specific challenges that she called out. And she also brought a solution to a, to the problem. So she didn't just like, it wasn't like a bitch session. And she had conversations with other people. So some of the challenges that she brings up is that one of them, what exactly is a podcast editor, right? And then she discussed what that is. Y'all need to listen to this art. I mean, excuse me, read the entirety of this article, especially if you want to become or are looking to build a business around uh, podcast uh, production services of any kind, because this is the kind of stuff that you're going to need to know, particularly understanding what a podcast producer is, what a podcast content editor is, what a podcast audio editor is. And she found that the solution would be a podcast taxonomy. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what any of these words are. I'm not. I, 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 when I, I read taxonomy, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. A podcast taxonomy is the ability for you to understand what to call a specific job oh, title. It's like a glossary. Yeah. It's a glossary to understand. So a pod like Words. in the same way that she's saying here, like a podcast producer 
What's the difference between a podcast producer and an associate producer? What's the difference between a podcast content edit content editor and a podcast audio editor? And if this is falls under your umbrella as in like you can do all the things, great. But at the same time, there are but some people who- know what the who, difference is. But know that, exactly. Know what the difference is and, and that some of these things are paid differently too based yeah, on be. what you're doing, right? So, so there you can be- this, Tell me if Sorry. I'm wrong. Can I can mm-hmm. I play it out and you tell me if I'm yeah. wrong? An editor oh. is someone who takes a piece of audio and makes it sound good for whatever, you know, for all intents and purposes. A producer is a person who oversees the way you record in the first place, can be there with you while you're recording to make sure that your levels stay even and stuff. They also do Sometimes a producer will help with concepting the like, like, for example, in storytelling, a podcast producer is someone that helps concept the content. Sometimes they can direct actors and actresses. Sometimes they can figure out who's going to be the guest, help get that guest. Mm -hmm. A producer is an editor on major steroids. They don't even yeah. always edit. Sometimes yes. they take out the whole, ed- you know, the editing part and they just make sure that it sounds good and then hand it off to an yeah. editor, right? Yes, yes, you're correct. And then the content editor, sometimes it's that first pass where it's somebody who is editing that actual, the content in the show, which is a, sometimes a different thing. Right where there where yeah. there are some parts where are like you just take those things out like those big chunks out that's not actual the the final product of the editor that comes right. out later on so I mean mind you that's all that John does all of these things so well he doesn't help us find guests but he does no he doesn't help us find the, guests, the levels but he does are all, while we're doing a lot it. of these things he does pre production he does jingles and and sound yes. bites and yes. he does pull things yes. out for us to use for other things he's a full producer other producers don't touch the audio they just are sort of like for example i'm just assuming this for like fresh air terry gross fresh air like or if that's the one where she has guests, like they help find the guests, they fluff the guests, they make sure the guest is comfortable, they talk to the guests about what they're going to talk about, they tell Terry who it's going to be, give them background. That's a lot. That's production work also, just in a different context. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yes, totally. And so anyway, that's one of the challenges that are in there that actually brings it to the next thing, which she mentions here, challenge number two is unclear, inconsistent, and unreasonable job requirements. And that's where we're talking, like there's folks like we've developed a relationship with John, he knows us, and he knows how we work, and he is okay working for us, whereas if we were (laughs) possibly uh, looking for someone else, it would be a little mm-hmm. more challenging for them to deal with all of our stuff, which is well, showing yeah. up, helping us do the thing, m- cleaning up the stuff, making sure that we're doing it really like, y- you know, the turnaround time, like all of those things might be perceived as unreasonable for some folks that are doing the work out there because their understanding of the kind of work they want to do is based on maybe just editing the audio versus right. crafting a story or taking some things out and putting them at the beginning and at the end, you know, that kind of stuff. And what tends to happen, particularly with independent podcasters, is that they expect a podcast audio editor to be everything and get paid like nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's unreasonable 
for being a, and that, you know, sometimes it starts with independent podcasters, but is also happening in larger corporations where they are looking to start a podcast. They're looking for like a team of people to help produce the show. And then the type of pay that's being put out there is completely unreasonable for the kind of job that's being put out there and the expectations of what that is, of what's, what they're going to get. I don't want to get too crazy in the weeds in this article, but there is a lot to think about, a lot for, I feel, that will be really beneficial for, in fact, I, I think it would be really beneficial for everyone to read this article versus just people that are looking to become some kind of a professional within the audio industry, because it will also convey the value of having a producer, an editor, and all of these things for someone who is starting out and is looking to hire somebody. I think that it's really good for that as well. Good job, Stephanie. She did a fantastic job. Yeah, beautiful article, Stephanie. Great job. I love it. Before we continue, let's talk about Swell, okay? Swell is a super cool channel for you to post stuff when you're not on stage. So it's audio... But when you're not performing live or running a room or recording a podcast, it's a personal audio portfolio, a quick way for people to explore your voice and ideas. It's also could be a quick way for people to get to know you through your voice. So it is you're posting audio, but it's not necessarily meant to be a show. You capture your life in audio, posting your thoughts, moments, feelings, photos, opinions, and then other people can comment on it. They're short, fun audio conversations that you can enjoy whenever you want. You can bring up topics. You can talk with other swellers if you would like. It's really cool. So it's actually an app that you can search for. But go to if you want to check it out more, go to swell.life and check it out. There's no scheduling necessary. No missing out on what's on part. You can start a conversation and then you just let other people kind of join in the conversation. You can go back to it whenever it's convenient for you. People are on there talking about politics and pop culture and their emotions and whatever comes to mind. It's actually pretty fun. And every user gets their own free public website, swellcast.com slash that you can use to share your voice in public conversations. Elsie and I will be on there with it. I'm on there already and hopefully Elsie will join me and we will have some yeah. chit chats on Swell. So go to swell.life and check it out. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Yay. All right. Um, so that will lead us into our uh, podcasting tool tips. Elsie's tooltip. So we're just going to touch on this first one with Instagram, which is that Instagram may soon let you post from desktop because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, after all this time, finally, you can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Twitter. You can do it on LinkedIn. Finally, 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 you can do it on Instagram. When is it coming? When? I when, do not when? know. I, read I hate not being there. able to do that. It's absolutely crazy. So it seems like, and I like how they said, quote, we haven't found any evidence that the Instagram desktop web experience cannibalizes engagement from the native apps. Of course not. (sighs) I mean, honestly, so annoying. Yeah, but it would make things so much easier. There's been so many times where I've wanted to to post something really quickly and I'm super annoyed because the picture is on my computer or the idea is on my computer and that means that I have to then like yeah. interrupt and go Send find it to a myself. machine. Oh, it's yeah. so annoying. It is. 
Of course, it's not going to interrupt the engagement. Most people are still going to engage with it the way they engage with it, just like TikTok. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't watch TikTok on my computer, but it is nice to be able to upload audio and fiddle with it. Although, I Isn't don't know it? you can do that. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, know but you- still, I mean, it's nice to be able to up, like, it, there, it's a different use case. It's a different Correct. use case. Exactly. Oh, my Actually, God. you can anyway. upload on TikTok on the, on the desktop. You can. You can. You oh, can. You can. Okay. Well. It would be really nice. And now I just bumped into this. They got this this company. So we're switching stories now. This is the second tool tip. Um, this is a story that I found again on. A, I don't have the actual um, article, but this company called Haps H A P P S dot TV uh, got some pretty serious funding out there in Silicon Valley to create uh, to continue, I guess, to create this thing. It is exactly like some of the other <laughs> services, including the one that we're using right now, StreamYard. Uh, it is a one of those things where you can stream everywhere. And they in the headline of their website, it says stream everywhere and get paid, which yeah. I'm not quite sure about. Don't forget to get paid, huh? Don't forget to get Sorry. paid. But it seems like you can, you know, it's one of those places where you can open up. It's free, by the way. It says that it's free and it will always be free. That's what it says. Because you give coins to each other. You give yes. coins to each other. So I guess you have to okay. buy coins to give to one another. Oh, I see. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it says you can go to, you know, you can multi-stream to Haps, which is obviously yeah. within the app itself. There's an ecosystem within there. But then you can also cross-post to Twitch and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter all the way through. And you can have like a, I believe they have a chat that joins every conversation in and everybody can see each other. I know that that's one thing that with the StreamYard, it's a little bit challenging because, you know, we have folks that are showing up from different places and you can't, you can't see it. Like you, you guys, you can't see each other commenting. We can see you, but you can't. And so uh, I believe that HAPS does have an integrated chat. I don't know how they do that. Um, where everybody probably can see. Probably the same but I, way StreamYard think, does. If I'm, I'm guessing. I'm assuming that they probably have to. Yeah, I don't even know. I would like to uh, try anyway, it. But anyway, I'm just. <laughs> I would like to try it. It has everything. Everything at one time, which is kind of amazing. Also, I'm wondering if do you think it's named after like, have you ever heard the um, expression, what's the haps? No. It means like what's happening, what's going on, what's the haps. Oh, what's the haps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So haps.tv is kind of clever, I think, if that's what it's after. But I don't know if it is. It's the, Yeah, absolutely. And with this, though, what I haven't seen, though, Jess, is if you can have – because we – like obviously you can have an account, I can have an account, but can you have – A shared like account. StreamYard right now, it's, that's a problem too where it's under one email address – to sign in as an admin, if you will. But what if we wanted to have two people? Like, that's also a problem with, like, Crowdcast. Same thing. You you can have, like, many people signing in under that email address, but it doesn't split you up into different people within that account. That, I don't, I'm not sure if they do that. So, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's another app. Y'all can check it out. They've gotten a lot of funding. And I'm not quite sure what the differentiators are for this specific. I don't app, know. But it's I guess free. we have to try and find out. But it's free, so give it a try. Yep, that they're is not it. a sponsor, so find it on yep. your own. No, I'm just kidding. Find <laughs> it's uh, it's haps.tv. We were just with talking about it. Haps double that B. Is all. TV. 
That's um, right. Okay. HashWP.tv. Well, all right. Thank you guys. And thank you guys so much for listening today to She Podcast. If you want to find all the links we talked about today, you can find them at ShePodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. Also, we forgot to tell you about the event today, but please go to ShePodcast.com slash live and learn about how you can join us in Arizona this fall. It's October 14th through the 17th. It's definitely happening in person. We're very, very excited. We just announced half our speakers, ShePodcast.com slash live. Check it out. There are no more speaking opportunities. Please do not ask, but we would love to have you. It's always worth it to come to an event. Always, 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 always. If you have something to sell, if you're interested, if you need inspiration, if you want connections, this is the best way to do it. ShePodcast.com slash live and get a ticket. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and for watching us. We love you. Mean it. Bye.